Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. This week, no guests, just the two of us. And what are we going to talk about? Issue 13. That's right. Uh, now, if you remember from a couple of weeks ago, we released issue 12, uh, which was What's Her Name Part 3. And issue 13 sort of picks up where that left off. That's right. And uh, in this issue... Like, the, immediately where it left. Yes, know. actually, it's, it's, a, it's a total continuation. So if you remember the last panel, <laughs> issue 12, which I'm sure you do, uh, you'll, you'll pick up pretty much right when that ended. Yeah. So you want to talk about what happens in this issue? Sure. So generally what happens is uh, Marty uh, is heading up in a relationship with uh, Quincy mm -hmm. as of the last arc. And while the uh, boys uh, struggle with their own relationship, uh, they also have to start dealing with a uh, student who is impersonating them uh, with a special power. Right. And we call him the, the imposter. imposter. There you go. I uh, know. Original. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but actually, I don't think there was anything out there called, I mean, any villain called the imposter, is there? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so... As far as we know. As far as we know. So, we'll keep our... <laughs> hear no evil, see no evil. Uh, kind of deal. So, yeah, he is the imposter. Now, uh, the character that we, we set up is Pedro. We never gave him a last name. No. Uh, he is our first uh, Hispanic character, if that's the right term. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was a conscious effort uh, by us to add a, a character of color to the story. Yeah, more uh, diversify the cast. Right. I mean, so yeah, that was that was so that was a conscious effort on our part to do that, and um, I think it I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now then, uh, we had I guess we let Rachel kind of design him. Yes. And so he ends up he has you know like green hair. Green hair, yeah, which is. You know, you see that more and more than you would think. Yeah, and to be fair, like when uh, I was in college, uh, there were a lot of people with uh, different colored hair or different hairstyles. Uh, I don't, I never got the man bun thing though. No. Fortunately, none of our characters do. That. No. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's interesting that yeah, the hair color is not what you're born with anymore. It's just you can choose anything you want, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Not that I've, I've done that, but you can do that. So that's kind of an interesting uh, twist and something that she picked up. I mean, you know, Rachel has pink hair. Yeah. So she's picked up on the fact that you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so she'd add that to the character, which works. So that means anime hair colors are okay now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you can look like your favorite anime character. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so we were talking a little before that we did this about the writing of this uh, uh, story arc. It's actually two stories, 13 and 14. And uh, we started writing this in 2015. Yeah. Uh, so you can see how long it takes things to, to, to come to fruition. I don't recall anything about the writing of it, really, beyond writing <laughs> it. You know, I, I don't know. Like, what was the idea? But I know we wanted to uh, continue uh, with... Uh, characters, uh, students, because we t we set up that Doctor Atlas thinks uh, uh, students are, can be manipulated. Yeah, 
because uh, that's why he's telling these teachers, if you remember from issue one, which I'm sure everybody does, uh, he talks about uh, the college teachers trying to get them to be looking for students that have these powers. And uh, Pedro is somebody that he's you know, had the ability to, to mimic people, like a lot of people can, uh, and impersonate them. And he's just taking that to the next level. Yeah. So that kind of was part of the idea, I and mean, we knew that we wanted to have to continue to finish off the, the story with, with uh, Quincy. Yeah. Victoria Davidson, I put down the name, so we had the problem. <laughs> um, so uh, what, were you th what were other influences on this? Um, I remember when we uh, first came up with the, with the concept, not necessarily the uh, exact story or how the power was going to, how, uh, yeah, how Pedro's power was going to work. Mm -hmm. uh, we happened to have, uh, like, almost all of the first half of Stardust Crusaders jojo part three on uh blu-ray but it was like japanese only uh so i i i've seen it subbed i showed you the i showed you a version without subtitles but i still knew kind of what was supposed to happen mm -hmm. it was the episode uh yellow temperance uh which has the character rubber soul uh whose stand is named yellow temperance and he has the power he has the ability to uh well change his appearance into anyone and in that particular storyline he uh turned into uh Kakyoin to mess with uh the other characters okay now and of course his stand could do other things besides has attack capability apart from shape-shifting but the purpose was to look at the shape-shifting right and we also have a character in the story already that can shape-shift yeah mocha and um so yeah so i think that was an influence in the story uh poss possibly right um we didn't do like we i think we just got the shape-shifting part uh there was a similar character. There's a character in JoJo with a similar power. Uh, Oingo, uh, his stand is uh, Kanum, named after the Egyptian god. And uh, however, he can only change his face and apparently scent. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, this in this uh, Pedro can look exactly like one of the other characters. Yes. Which is usually uh, Marty in this case. Um, now we also uh, brought in um, something for all you people that really are into Buster Keaton movies. <laughs> uh, there's a movie called S uh, Seven Chances. Yeah. Where he has to be married by seven o'clock, right? Yeah. And he's uh, it's known that he's going to inherit all this money if he marries, and so he's at a, I, f I don't remember exactly how he ends up at a church, but all these potential brides show up. Yeah. And. Uh, they end up chasing him down the street in Los Angeles, and we uh, we wanted to have that uh, that image was uh, used as a I guess a basis for uh, a, a shot in this comic book. Yeah, uh, we have it where uh, a lot of people at school are mad at Marty for all these alleged things he's he's done. Yeah, <laughs> and they end up chasing after him. So there's this. The scene and that was the the 
example we gave to Rachel to use. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of everything in there. Um, if you haven't seen Seven Chances, go ahead and watch it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And it's you. You won't be. You won't be disappointed. I don't think. Uh, unless you just hate silent films. <laughs> um, and you shouldn't. Um, so we start, yeah we started writing this in 2015. It's like I think a lot of these is we we started them, put them aside because we were it took a long time to get issues done at the time. Yes. And we came back to it, um, and probably finished it kind of polished it in 2018 and 2019, and then in 2020 when the actual uh, the work started on it, right? Yeah. Um, then we would we made some final changes because a lot of times what we do is with Rachel will give us will change how many panels and move things from page to page sometimes and yeah. we'll try to try to and our letter will tell you we don't do a good job of that is capture those changes in the in the final version of the script. Yeah. But apparently, I know we don't do a great job of that because I hear about it every so often, uh, which is fine. I mean, so um, this was also uh, our first issue with uh, Julia Cannon as the colorist. That's right. Uh, Nina Gaylord had had uh, moved on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we and I again, how did we find Julia? Well, during our search for the next colorist, uh, a friend, uh, Kyle, uh, recommended her. So we looked into her. Uh, and we, we also, and I think we also, um, I think there were some other SCAD people maybe that. It, yeah, and other uh, professionals. Right. That we looked at. And uh, she passed the uh, coloring test <laughs> right. and that's how she joined and the other thing, good thing is she's local yeah and she was as everybody knows when we did the signing and uh, thank you all for showing up uh, she was there um, uh, at the signing yes so that was, it's good to have, even though nothing to do with the issue that we were selling but um, it was good to have her there I think yeah and again I like the fact that she's local so when issue 13 uh, comes out, she can finally use Power Squared as an example of a published work. Right. And, I'm, and we're looking forward to that. As far as when it's going to actually come out, um, I don't know. Uh, my guess is next year, early next year. Uh, probably early next year at the latest. Yeah, at this point, part of the timing is there's supposed to be and again, we haven't talked to them in a little while. We're supposed to be part of an Arctic Kickstarter. Right. I assume later this fall. Uh, and, and we don't want to, like, step on that. Yeah. So, um, and then, though this isn't going to really play into when we put it out, Comixology, which has been a platform we've been using, is sort of, I think, kind of becoming Kindle. Yeah, Amazon is just kind of absorbing them now. And so I don't know really uh, if it's going to be Comixology on Kindle or... Because right now we're on Kindle and Comixology. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. So I think we're we're basically just waiting for... See how other things uh, play out before we decide to launch. Because they don't, they don't take submissions anymore, I don't think. Right. So. Um, 
yeah so i don't know how that's all gonna how that's all gonna pan out i know they send emails but i don't really know how it's gonna in, impact us because they tell you now to submit through kindle which is what we're doing yeah so but when we find out we'll tell you sure and if you already know tell us yeah <laughs> there you go please uh, <laughs> um so this was again uh you and i wrote it yeah you edited it right yeah and then uh rachel drew it julia colored it interpreted the lettering yes so it's kind of a collaborative effort and and i, I like the idea that we work with rachel on changing things around occasionally yeah because she has actually this degree in sequential storytelling that, <laughs> that we don't have yeah so it's really good all right are there any other aspects of the issue you want to bring up? Uh, well, I had all these notes that we're not using, but it's fine. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. So, uh, I know this was a short one, but hopefully a good one. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Uh-huh.